right up in the same pot. Oh, um, cup the rock, went front, flipping on mats to flipping them sacks, hide seeks and spots to out on we sell crack. Facts, warm drugs was a chess game. Was a bomb, guns drawn on my front lawn. Just a young nigga staring down the corner, checking out the hustlers with the latest kicks on them. No a nigga won't. Mama ain't got it. Walking up a school line, but she know about it. I was just a young nigga, know what I was headed for. Jumped off the porch, but really I wasn't ready for it. Get up off the hood, find a way out. Ram out my own, either death or jailhouse. Wanna get away from all this stress. But me, mama just wanted the best. Cause ain't no next life, so now I'm trying to live my best life. Living my best life. Cause ain't no next life, so now I'm trying to live my best life. And once again, we're back, living our best life. Yo, it's your boy Imano, here with my co-host My Maid. We're back once again with another episode of The Grateful Dead. How's life been, mine? Chillin', bro, chillin'. Hey, man, I can't complain either. Uh, sorry for the delay on us, you know, putting out another episode, everybody. Mine and I were both fighting some sickness, living life, you know, trying to do our thing. But we're back, better than ever. How's life been treating you, man? Good, bro. It's good, man. Just trying to, like you said, just get over a little swine flu. You know what I mean? But it's cool. You know, sometimes you got to be absent for people to miss you and, you know, appreciate what you got going on. So I hope I hope y'all missed us and ready to hear what we got going on. And now we're, we're live in HD as well. So Yeah, our first video recording. Yeah, and looking right at y'all. What's up? Hope y'all looking right back at us, listening on in. It's great to be back, honestly. Yeah, man. Uh, we pretty much haven't recorded all of September. Our last episode, if I'm not mistaken, was September 2nd. So we've pretty much been absent most of the month, but a lot has happened. Uh, me personally, you know, I actually, I was formerly known in the artist name world, I guess would be the pay, the way to put it, as UC Mono. Uh, it was a tribute to my grandfather who was known as UC, it's Yiddish for Joseph. And I used to go by that artist name, but I figured the best way to go about it myself is to be myself. So. Yeah, man. We're only going with Imano from here on out. But uh, other than that, you know, life has been good. It's been living, working hard, chilling with my girl, doing our thing too. Uh, we got our anniversary coming up, which is pretty dope. That's dope, man. Uh, but let's let's jump into this music shit, man. I mean, y'all just heard it. Danny Brown's new track, Best Life. I'm fucking with yeah, it. Yeah, man. He's got another track, Dirty Laundry. His album's coming out in November. He's pretty much had a resurgence. What you think about it? What a teaser, man. It's crazy because I thought it was going to be coming out soon. Normally, when artists drop singles these days, like it, you know, it's like the next month it's coming out. This is like almost, what, two months it's going to yeah. be coming out. And, but I'm excited, man. Honestly, I'm a huge Danny Brown fan. I've been listening since like XXX. So I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, he's definitely one of those unique rappers that are out right now. I mean, you got a lot of different sounds but like his is definitely in its own lane yeah like that track dirty laundry was produced by q-tip but i mean it doesn't even feel yeah. like a q-tip track like yeah. that's the beauty of it and it kind of gives it that own unique danny brown vibe right, you, right. you heard that one right yeah, yeah yeah you said you saw the video yeah, yeah. i remember i haven't seen the video yet but I Video's dope, the man. Track. he's 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 an all-around quality artist where like the video production is good the the audio production q-tip i mean obviously if a legend like q-tip wants to executive produce your album you got to be doing something right so oh 100 percent. i mean yo anytime q-tip comes yeah through, man for sure you got to take that that's, that's a once in a lifetime opportunity not a lot of people get that opportunity yeah. anymore uh but speaking of some upcoming you know tracks that we've been hearing recently i'll start it off with this one the baby the intro you know he's got his album kirk coming out but yeah. he dropped that intro track yeah man fire with the video and all yeah 
killed it, dog. Killed it. Yeah. Couldn't even believe it when he dropped it. I mean, it's really, you know, everything he's been dropping, it's kind of made the world stop. Yeah. Everybody's got to kind of just tune into it at that point. But with this one, I really like this one because a lot of people started counting him out because he had that crazy, you know, run of features. And then he had his tape out and his songs were going platinum. And yeah, the flows were starting to become a little redundant. But I like how he did it because he's like, you know what? Let me exhaust this now. It kind of reminded me in a sense of like, I want to say like Wayne in a sense back in the day. Like, but in this case, it's more like if Wayne debuted at that point, like with the whole featuring Lil Wayne situation, but it's kind of the baby now and the baby was killing. I mean, he has features with Lizzo, Chance, J. Cole. Crazy. Yeah, man, he's been going ham, and I, I gotta respect it. The baby's been killing yeah. it, and I can't wait for this album to come out because with that intro track, you could tell he's in a whole other vibe. Right. He got real nitty gritty, you know, down to the core, and really yeah. got vulnerable for who he is. Right. Talking about his dad's death, uh, his mom having cancer, his you know raising his daughter and yeah. his child in general. You know, I, I gotta respect it. What do you think of the intro track? I thought it was dope, man. Just like you said, like he, you could tell he has a lot of talent, but the content, I feel like, not even the flow per se, because I still feel like the flow is kind of similar still, but I feel like just the content of letting him opening himself up more, showing more about his life, because you know, with the whole situation about his, you know, um, you know, this his whole, you know, the stories behind him, I feel like you know, he's gone over, but it's. There wasn't real too much depth to it, you know what I mean? So it kind of, he didn't show like a vulnerable side, you know what I mean? It was always like a, a tough guy thing. So I feel like with this, it shows like a more vulnerable side, but still, it's still being tough at the same time too. It's kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it, just, it, it makes you feel like you know him more instead of him just being like a flex rapper talking about his diamonds or talking about whooping somebody's ass or whatever the case may be, you know what I mean? Yeah, he has that rough exterior, but he's showing now that, you know, he he's definitely yeah. human too. And that's something that's relatable with artists. It, it's one thing because like with music or at least hip hop specifically nowadays is that a lot of artists don't make themselves as vulnerable as they could be. A lot of artists, you know, come out there and they're this hard exterior and they want to match their exterior and their interior and shit just doesn't work out. Yeah, man. And I think a prime example of like someone who really went up and down with that kind of situation is like Gucci, man. Okay. Like Gucci, man, you know, when he first came out, he was straight thugging. Yeah. But like now he comes out, yeah. you know, out of jail and getting married right. you know being real as fuck like yeah. going to you know schools talking to kids all kinds yeah. of shit and even his last album he had like a couple like love songs like yeah. yeah yeah for sure and it's pretty dope to see that a lot of artists are being genuine with themselves right because it's one thing that you're like genuine with your fans it's another thing to be genuine toward yourself yeah because your art reflects who you are right and i think that's what's going to shine most about the baby because everybody sees you know this exterior of him whooping ass at the louis vuitton store yeah catching murder charges and beating him yeah but no one really knows about the baby right and like i think the intro gives you that that good you know no pun intended i guess introduction yeah. to who he actually is so that was really dope to see yeah man that's dope yeah and you know speaking of vulnerability and artists that are really opening up about who they are and i think this kind of ties into it, not, you know, directly, but T Grizzly's new track. Oh, yeah. His too, it's called Satish or Satish. I, I don't know if I'm saying it right. Hopefully I, I am. I don't even, yeah, that's a weird, a weird word. I gotta look that up. Well, I, I think it's like his aunt's name or oh, something. Oh, yeah? Because in the video, it showed it, it showed yeah. the word. It was like very quick. I think it was on the headstone though. Yeah, so I think, I think, I'm not 100% sure. I don't want nobody to quote okay. me on that 100%, but I, I gotta go back and watch the video because I really only saw it once or twice yeah. real quick. Um, but I think that's what it really is. And, you know, he went through one hell of a situation, obviously. Yeah. We we briefly touched up on it in a past episode. 
uh, talking about that, you know, he got shot at. Yeah. His aunt, you know, got caught in the crossfire and, you know, may she rest in peace. And she was his manager in his right hand. And, you know, he really exposed his vulnerability in the video and in that track talking about how he doesn't even know how to act no more, that he feels like he can't think straight, he can't act straight, can't even sleep, can't breathe. I mean, you know, that, that's that's that real shit right there. Yeah, man, couldn't even imagine. Yeah, man. I mean, my, my thoughts and prayers are definitely with him and his family, but the track overall is yeah. amazing. Like, I really love the track. And I don't want to say, like, oh, well, T Grizzly's back, but, like, you could tell, like, he's showing more purpose right. in who he is now. And I could fuck with it. Honestly, like, yeah. I really could. Like, and it, I know he just released the album, but now it makes you wonder, like, what's he going to bring toward his next body right. of work, given such a traumatic life experience? Right. You know, that that's definitely something to think about as, you know, he puts out new music. Um, but speaking of new music, once again, that's coming out this Friday, talking about the one, the only Kanye West, Jesus is King, or at Man. least what we believe is going to happen yeah. because Yandi was supposed to come out, you right. know, back in November of 2018. Right. We're entering October of 2019. Still no signs of Yandi other than leaks. Of the, um, of the leaks from, from Yandi? I didn't. I'll say it like this, right? I'm not much of a leak guy. Mm. Like, yeah, I could go to listen to it. Yeah. But is it what Kanye wanted right, us to right, hear? Right, right, right. Like, that's something that definitely plays in my mind. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm one of those people that, like, if that's not how the artist intended on releasing yeah. it, I wouldn't want to, you know, like, I'm, do I want to listen to it? Yeah, yeah, I do. But do I want to, like, you know, like, ruin my listening experience right, right, based right. on what the artist wanted for me yeah. as a fan? Like, that's a big thing. And let alone that you and I are both technically artists as producers, yeah. like, you wouldn't want somebody to For hop sure. on a beat of yours, you know, and not finished. Or, yeah, yeah, it's not finished or like, you know, it just wasn't done right. Whatever the case is, yeah. like they just didn't have your blessing overall. So with me, you know, I'm not big on leaks. I, I'll probably still end up listening to it sooner yeah. or later. He had some dope stuff. I feel like like, but it sounded incomplete, but you could you could hear where it was going. So I want to see if that's like anything, if it's anything like the new album that's coming out. But it was it was. Still yeah. And the album's called Jesus is King. And, you know, he's been taking that Sunday service around. Yeah. It makes you wonder what kind of route is he taking? Is he going back with, the, you know, that old spiritual Kanye? Is right. he actually heading in a gospel route? Because there's previous videos of him talking about that, you know, he wants to do something for the Christian faith as a musician. Yeah. I feel like I feel like now that he has that he has some bread, you know, he's not worried about his dad. And he is I feel like he's or he's on the path to becoming, you know, his Walt Disney, Steve Jobs. That's what his. You know, he's envisioning his his company's worth estimated billion dollars and all these things. So I feel like he has a little bit more freedom to express himself. He's not so much caught up like he I feel like he's accomplished or he can see that he's on the path of accomplishing what he already wanted to. So I feel like that gave him some some free space, some free mental space to really like do what he wants to do. So I feel like this is like true Kanye. And you know what's crazy is like you know, this time last year, or even a little bit before that, I feel like people were writing him off. So it's it's good to see that people that that he switched up, and then that people are kind of like going back to him, and it's like you know, seeing or being excited for his music because people at a, at a point in time they're just like, man, fuck Kanye, or I'm yeah. not really trying to hear it. I, I I feel bad that he has to go through that, but before I get into my little spiel, one thing I want to shout out: Kanye is the highest paid hip hop act of 2019. Yeah. Not just that. He almost doubled Jay-Z's yeah, for sure, amount man. that he made. He made about $150 million. Like, that's an incredible accomplishment for a man who was just in debt not too long ago. Right. All right. And it shows that, like, that perseverance is everything. Mm -hmm. 
because it's like you said a lot of people were saying fuck kanye not too long ago i almost found myself in that bandwagon like i was wondering what was going on but then like i really started to think to myself because like and you know i don't need to name where i work but like you know you know where i work Mm -hmm. that they're big on that whole positive mindset yeah and to try to give people the benefit of the doubt yeah you know we don't like to assume things about people so i started to think i was like well let me not assume anything i was like let me take a step back and think about what kanye's been through what maybe he's trying to accomplish right and ironically enough, because he was going to name the album Yandi, you know, if you look back at someone like Gandhi, people mm. didn't like what he was doing yeah. when he was actively doing yeah. it. But now, you know, you fast forward years, yeah. decades down the line, and he's looked at like a martyr. Right. Now with Kanye, if we look back on Kanye, right, you got the moment in time where it's him and Mike Myers on TV, and he says, George Bush don't like black yeah. people. Right. And I started remember that. And, you know, things like with Taylor Swift and what did he get back out of, you know, putting out such negative energy was nothing but negativity. People were, you know, bashing him over it, you know, just trying to overall judge him for who he was based on those moments. Was he wrong in those moments? No. But could he have gone about it in a different way? Absolutely. And I think that's kind of the route he's doing with this because like him wearing the MAGA hats and stuff like that. You know, I think a lot of people don't realize that. Trump's already bringing a lot of hate as it is. And I don't want to get too political, but Trump's bringing a lot of like negative energy as it is. If we combat it with negativity, you already see what's happening right. with that. Right? You, you already see that every artist, sports athlete, all these, you know, people of influence that go at Trump and if they do it in a negative sense, he's able to hit back a little harder because yeah. he's the president of the of United course. States. But you see Kanye, you know, he wears a MAGA hat, stuff like that. He makes one call to Donald Trump to free ASAP Rocky. A week later, ASAP yeah. Rocky's free. And I'm not saying was that, you know, the big thing that he was trying to do. No, I'm, I'm, I love ASAP Rocky, but did he need an immediate freeing? Probably not. You know, Kanye probably could have asked for something a little different, but yeah. it's one step at a time. Right, right, right. For sure. And that's what I could respect about it, is that he's trying to, you know, fight the fire with water to try to dumb down the water because you could see that. Trump's doing nothing but praising him, yeah. trying to help what he yeah. wants. You know what's crazy is, um, did you hear that that um Trump like he wanted to get like a direct apology or um not apology but you know thank you from ASAP Rocky? Yeah, I saw that's that. That's crazy, I, man. That's that's a whole other subject. I yeah. Mean, and it, I, you know, a lot of people are probably not gonna like this. Does he? Is he probably owed a thank you to an extent? I really do think so. Yeah. You know, was he the one who probably personally called? You know, the country, I think it was what, Switzerland yeah. or whatever it was, or Sweden, yeah, whichever. Yeah, something like that. I think uh, Sweden. But was he probably the one that personally called and made that happen? Probably not, but yeah. he put it in motion. Yeah. Just the fact yeah. that he, it was crazy because he even put the, the dollar sign and the ASAP and all types of shit. Yeah. So it's like, whoa. Yeah, man. It makes you like wonder, like, all right, well, you know, I mean, he's not doing great things, but is he capable of doing good? He yeah. definitely is. Um, you know that, but that's us trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. Overall, you know, I don't think he's been doing so great. But what could you do at this point? He is in the office. We got to do what we got to do. And I kind of like the way that Kanye is going about it because he's really not trying to fight the fire with fire and mm-hmm. have the fire grow. Yeah, he's trying to make sure it remains contained yeah. as much as possible, and I can respect it. Um, but I am excited for this Kanye album. Yeah, man, I am too. Because I think everything he's really been working toward is going to go into this album. Mm-hmm. Because if you remember with EA, he finished EA in a week. Yeah. And this one, you could tell he's really like sat back, right. taking his time with it, put in the energy that he's wanted to put in. Mm-hmm. And he's in a great mind state right now. Like a lot of people that were doubting him, like T.I., for instance, yeah. have been saying that like, hey, like talking with the old Kanye again. Yeah. 
and that's a good thing because as an artist and i hope you could agree with me on this as an artist if you don't feel mentally liberated to create right you're not going to create what you want right man and i think maybe that's where he was around like you know uh what what was the album called the life of pablo yeah uh yay and although they you know they had its moments in each of those albums i think this album is going to have the energy he's wanted to put forth exactly uh, but aside from Kanye, you know, we, we we could talk about Kanye all the time. For real. And we're actually going to probably get back to him in a little bit. But let's keep talking about these upcoming releases, some upcoming releases that we've heard. You know, we'll go over this one a little quick since we're on the subject of good music pretty much. And no pun intended because it's more good music to come. Pusha T mm. talking about that he's got an album that he's going to drop before 2019 ends. Uh, he's leaked Sociopath, which is produced by Kanye. Featuring Cash Doll. Let's talk about that track real quick, right? That track has that dope boy vibe. And he apparently specifically requested for Cash Doll to be on it. Yeah. And I think she was a perfect fit on the track. Yeah, man. You could have gone a lot of different routes with the yeah. female artists now. Because you got, you know, people like Meg Thee Stallion who are out, Cardi B. Yeah. Uh, you know, Cash Doll, Sweetie. Mm. You got the City Girls, even right. one of those two. But he went with Cash Doll. Yeah. You know, she's not really everybody's first choice, but mm-hmm. I got to say she was the best choice. Yeah, for sure. I feel like, you know, with the with the way the female rap is right now, I feel like either her or Remy Ma would have been, you know what I mean, would have been perfect because I feel like everybody else, like, no offense to the women, but they're, they're not on, like, they're spitting, like, bars type shit. Like, I feel like Cash Doll and Remy, not to just single them out. I'm sure there's others, but I just can't, you know, recall right now off the top of my head so i feel like they would fit you know they fit that that mold of you know that dope boy bars just you know going crazy on the track yeah that drug dealer rap and then he also released coming home with lauren hill yeah i didn't hear that one that's huge damn i gotta, that's I gotta huge, check it out bro i mean I'll, I'll play it for you after this but like the dope thing is, is that like that's not a Lauryn Hill sample like Drake had because mm. you remember when Drake did "Nice for What"? That oh was yeah, just a Lauryn oh Hill yeah, sample. Yeah, yeah. But these are fresh Lauryn Hill vocals. But not only that, Lauryn Hill apparently requested to work with Pusha T, uh. and Pusha T said he kind of like put the ball in her court as far as like the direction of where the track is going. Okay. And then you got Mike Dean production on it. Mike Dean said he did like the keys on the track and all that. Always fire. And honestly, it may be one of Pusha's like most complete songs like it could go on the radio okay. and it probably is on the radio but like i'm talking about like when the album drops yeah, like, yeah, yeah. that could be a the song that single. remains yeah. on the radio and like that's really dope and in my opinion because i love lauren hill knowing that she doesn't have the ownership of like her tracks and stuff like that it's like yeah. dope to see her like come back out yeah. and put fresh music out yeah. i really hope maybe she's working on some personal music i hope well. so too man yeah lauren hill if you ever tune in on this you hear this episode <laughs> Do us a favor. We we really yeah. we, we really need some more Lauren Hill music. Like we really need that real deal female rap. I mean, but don't get me wrong, because like Rhapsody's album came out recently. Oh, Rhapsody. That shit yeah. was really dope. Yeah. And you know you got you know you got like a no name gypsy and people like that who could spit as females. But like, dog, Lauren Hill is like yeah. one of a kind. She's like the first of her kind, pretty yeah. much. Like one of a kind. Like and she's not just a rapper either. She's a great vocalist. Well, she's a musician overall. Yeah, she yeah. plays guitar. Right, she sings right, right. all that shit. Like Lauren Hill is real deal. Like yeah, a once in a generation kind of artist. Like For you real? really don't run into an artist. Like I mean, think about it. she has one album that stood the whole test of time. She has one album people consider her to be one of the best rappers, not just right. female rappers. One of the best rappers yeah. of all time. Um, and then talking about real rap, another track that came out. Well, at least what we found out first, right? Mm. 
So DJ Premier put up a video okay, recently. Okay, yeah. And it was an old school telephone. It was Nas oh, yeah, a phone yeah, message yeah. saying yeah. that Gangstar's dropping like, another yo, album. Crazy. Whole world starts going crazy. Yeah, like, man. Because first off, Guru's dead. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, man. Right? And people are like, how is this even going to happen? Yeah. And then the next day, they drop a track called, it's called Family and Loyalty with J. Cole. And that shit was dope. Dope. That shit was lit. Like, I really liked the way it went. I like the overall message that, you know, was in Guru's lyrics. And then, you know, J. Cole obviously comes in on the track like that and kills it. Right. He says, actually, it's the end of his feature run. Wow. At his most recent feature, uh, most recent features. Um, but that track overall was great. And it makes you want it. Like, that, that, that album needs to drop. Like, yeah. I need to hear that. Yeah, I'm wondering if it's going to drop before 2019 ends. If not at the top of 2020. But regardless, right. you got my attention. Yeah, for sure. Um, Deco feature was crazy. RP Guru Man premiere. Just it was just a, a a really good collab effort. You know, I'm excited for the album as well. I hope I hope it releases before the year is up. But you know, I'll, I'll be patient. Um, I mean that's really all the upcoming releases I could think of. But some of the recent releases that have come out since the last time we recorded and put out an episode. I'll start off a little easy with this one. Uh, Yacht Rock Two by Alchemist. Oh yeah, Yacht Rock. Yep. That shit was just like a 23-minute movie. Smooth as can be. It literally made you feel like you were rocking on a yacht. All right. And it was dope, man. Yeah, it, it made me feel Very like... Very smooth play, right? Uh, Playthrough, you know? 100%. Like, it made me feel like, you know, like I was like almost in the midst of a mafia movie. Yeah. And I feel like I feel like that's what Alchemist and then, you know, his crew, they just, they always give you that cinematic effect where it's just like you, they put you in a place, they put you in a setting. It's not just like, you know turn up shit or whatever it always is just like you hear the intro of the beat the sample comes in and you, you are you're already put in a place you know what i mean so hell yeah and i mean alchemist if if he's not i, I don't I, i'm he's personally my favorite producer yeah yeah but if you want to talk aside from favorites if he ain't top three he's top five he's yeah and he's you can't put him top past five. top five yeah yeah you can't if you say you he's cannot. top 10 top 20 you're out your nah, mind, yeah, you're out your mind i'm sorry real. like alchemist is easily he's top five for me how about this i'll say it like this alchemist is easily the most consistent producer yeah of the last like 20 years yeah easily mm-hmm. like you cannot deny alchemist and he proves that time and time again he's also a funny dude like watching yeah. him on bronson's show and shit yeah, like that man. yo dope. i really fuck with it and then you know uh, i was even watching um he had a a video just released on YouTube where it was like a video of, in 2003 of him making beats for for Mob Deep. Oh yeah, and you could still just see like he's just like the same dude. He's, like even though he's around all these gangsters, you know what I'm saying? Like he's still like kind of not quirky, but like you know he's still like having fun with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it's dope to see that you know that consistency, just like you said. So shout out Alan the chemist, but he has some yeah. dope ass features on there. Big Body Best pretty much kicked yeah. it off. Action Bronson, Mayhem Loren. Gang Green, uh, who else can I think of? Rocky Marciano, Rock Marciano, mm-hmm. of course, the three artists I've been fucking with pretty much all year: Benny the Butcher, Conway, um, West Side Gun. He had yeah. El Camino even on there. Yo, I I really love that. Yeah, that group, that whole you know group from New York, that that whole vibe, man. They just they're keeping. I feel like them alone are keeping hip hop alive. You know, what nah, I mean? for real. And I mean, shout out to them because they just signed to Hove. Yeah. That also happened while we while we've been on a little hiatus. Yeah, yeah I saw and that. Conway even dropped his album. Look what I became, and that shit's nitty gritty, like yeah. real deal to the bone. Like he kills it. I don't know if you got to hear it yet. Nah, not yet, man. I'm, I'm gonna listen to it. But for those who haven't heard it, I definitely suggest it. 
For sure. Um, it's it's a great album. You know, I I like the plugs I met a little more. Not to compare them, but it's still up there. Like it's still great. Like I could bump it, and yeah. that, that's just the shit I be looking for personally. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just different from what you hear normally today. And something that's also a little different from the music today that I actually really like that just dropped. Pete Rock and Sky Zoo. Yeah, you were playing uh, a little bit in the car. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I've never really been big on Sky Zoo, yeah. but I love Pete Rock. Yeah. As a producer, he's definitely somebody to look up to. Yeah. Um, but they just dropped an album called Retropolitan. Some dope-ass features on there, too. You got Styles P. Mm. Once again, you got Benny, Conway, and Westside nice. on the track. That Those are like the go-tos now, you know what I mean? It's crazy. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. They're, they're the dudes out of New York right now. Like, yeah. for real, like, people be trying to underestimate them and all this stuff. Uh, like even actually the the Shannon Sharp situation, yeah. we were talking about it I think yesterday. Um, but recently, for those who don't know, the show Undisputed on I think it's the Fox Sports Network yep. or whatever it is, FS1 I think right. is the channel. Um, but for those who have seen First Take, it's essentially like First Take. It's Skip Bayless, who's an analyst for like the last twenty, thirty, forty, however long <laughs> years. Not forty. <And laughs> yeah. I, no, I think I, honestly, like if 40, you look back on uh, it, he's really been doing this shit for a minute. Right. But um. You have Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp, who's a retired football player, and they just yeah. debate sports all day. And one day they were talking about football, which is Shannon's like forte because he's one of the best defensive players in football history. And they brought up like football from Buffalo. Mm-hmm. And Shannon, uh, along the line, said that Buffalo's never really been like a great football team. And he said, you could think about it like this like, there's never really been a great rapper to come right, out of Buffalo. Right. And somebody tried fact-checking Shannon Sharp, and they put, you know, with all due respect, check out Benny, check out Wes, check out Conway, and then tell me what you think. And he actually replied back to that person, Shannon Sharp, and he said, I actually probably, like, I think it was like that he said he'll, like, look into them, but he said that if they were so great, why hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you think, like, it was like, I think either that day or the day before they just signed to Jay-Z. Yeah, crazy. And Wes replied to Shannon Sharp, he said, well, to put it this way to you, he's like, if I didn't know about Stephen A. Smith, I wouldn't know about Skip. Yeah. If I didn't know about Skip, I wouldn't know about you. Right. And he goes, where could I actually cop your throwback jersey? Because I would love to represent. Yeah. Bro, that example right there is the key to everything people should be doing in the entertainment industry today. Yeah. Actually, in life in general. Yeah, for that's sure. the kind of energy you should be bringing into those kinds of situations. Because yeah. just because you think somebody is quote unquote being negative even though it's not their intention yeah. doesn't mean you need to react you can kill them with kindness you know what i'm saying even if even because i could like i could low-key be a, like a sneak this too <laughs> low-key who's like where can i find your jersey just because he didn't know about him but it's it's still like just even the way he said it it was just like you could take it as respect or you could take it as a diss but like you can't he's just so cal- i feel like they're calculated you know what i mean like they're they're on point with this shit man they're on point hell yeah and I, I really like it because it's just like the music, better the entertainment industry today thrives on that drama. Yeah. Like so many people have blown up off the drama alone. Yeah. I mean, think about it. Like Bad Baby, right? Yeah. Literally says, Cash Me Outside mm-hmm. on what was it? Jerry Springer. Yeah, Dr. Phil. Steve Wilkos, Dr. Phil, whatever yeah. the hell it was. And she's now like one of the biggest artists out. Yeah. It's like, that's, that's what it takes to become yeah, famous. Man. Like, damn. Like, a new day yeah it's a new day yes it is shout out to the new day yeah. <laughs> my wrestling fans out there um but yeah man i mean you know like it, it's good to just see those roots come back out right. with these guys that griselda camp has been yeah, killing man. it 
I can't wait to see what else they got because I know Wes just submitted his album. Okay. Uh, to to drop again. Wow. But another album that dropped, I know you only listened to a little bit of it, but mm. it's really caught a lot of buzz. Is Earth Gang's Mirrorland yeah. album? What have you heard off of it? I heard, bro. I literally heard the first two tracks, and then, yeah. Well, off the first two tracks. So think of it like this, right? So like, usually you be wanting to try a sample of a plate of food before you really yeah. like, you know dig yeah. into it so how was that yeah, sample the, to you? yeah so for the sample i mean it was dope because i feel like just off the intro they were talking about like everybody fucks everybody's bitch and you know it was just like they're already i just like how they're just different like they they'll they'll say like Yo, everybody's doing this but you know it's really like this so i just all the beat was fired too it's dope man i gotta listen to it more to really you know give a, a good analysis but off the first like two tracks i really like the energy that they're bringing so it was dope so let me ask you this because now and i hate to do this because i hate comparisons right like mm -hmm. we, we were even telling it with kj right because yeah. remember kj came from the marley family we asked him, right. like, how do you like live under that kind of shadow and he said you can't you got to create your own lane right right so it's like you're talking about a duo mm -hmm. coming out of atlanta yeah and people are comparing them to outcast right and I won't say no names because I, you know, out of respect, I'm not going to say no names, but a certain verified person on Twitter that mm -hmm. people definitely know who I'm about to be talking about said that they're like outcast, but with two Andres. I never, I didn't even know it was somebody, I thought it was just like a, I thought it was just like opinion. I know it was like somebody just saying right, So I'll, I'll say the name I, and I don't mean no disrespect toward yeah. them. Like I know some people that kind of just react to the situation mm -hmm. or just get excited about it. But yes, Jewel said it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, so a lot of people, you know, they. That's why you didn't say it. They they be feeling some type of way toward her. I tried to, yeah. I try to give her, you know, fuck that her nah, moments. She's a culture you know, vulture, here and there, nigga. but fuck yeah, that. to an extent, yeah, I, I agree. You're with not you. welcome, nigga. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> fuck that. I, I'll give her credit where it's due in this extent that she gives yeah. out opportunities. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's what that's okay. where I'll give her extent because like shout yeah, out to yeah. Mars even like look at look Yo, yeah, where Mars yeah. is at. like Mars has I an know. opportunity because of Jewel. So that's yeah, why I try I'll to give her, her that. I'll give her that. I try I'll to give her. her some respect. Like to to an extent, like she is yeah. a part of like that culture vulture society. Yeah, you know, sure. and like it's hard to like want to fully respect her to to some degree. Yeah, but I mean, we the thing about her, I don't want to go too long into that, but I feel like the thing about her is that people did respect her at first, and then there was other people that were just like kind of like waiting for her to fuck up. But the way she fucked up, it was kind of like, yo, like you could have fucked up not as bad. And then, and it just, and she kept continuing with, you know, shit like that. So, anyways, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, she, she made the comparison that Earth Gang is like outcast, but with two Andres. Okay. So, before I get into my take, how do you feel about that? Like hearing I that mean, they're outcast with two Andre 3000s? I don't, I mean, I wouldn't say that just because they're very singy with their with their with their style you know what i'm saying they do have i could tell that they have an influence from from andre oh, yeah of course if you're a rap duo 100 yeah. percent, like you're getting influence from outcast right like, don't, right don't try to tell me otherwise right even just off the album cover yeah and let alone they're very, from atlanta yeah it's very like a quemini you know type vibes off the album cover just, just from that and the way they dress and stuff like that the songs that i've heard off the dreamville project it's you know it's it's similar styles but it's more like it's just taking it further, you know. It's, it's like, a, like we said, it's a new day, so like they're, you know, they're pushing it a little bit more. It's kind of like what I'm not gonna lie. It's kind of what I feel like Andre might might do in the this day, but it's more like it's louder and not this. You know what I mean? Like more flamboyant. I feel like yeah, like cause yeah. 
the thing with Andre is like he was the first kind of artist to be doing what he was doing at the time he was right, doing it. Right. And now it's a time where people could kind of take that style and enter it confidently. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm sure he went through trials and tribulations doing what he did, right. wearing the outfits he wore, yeah. attempting the styles that, you know, he did. Mm-hmm. And I, I like how he put it best. The South had something to say. Right. And he said it. Yeah. Said it loud. He said it proud and he made shit happen. Like, I could see why people would make that comparison, but you can't just disregard Big Boy, right? Yeah, for sure. And that's the thing. It's like, hey, like, they're, Earth Gang is a talented group. Yeah. But I'm not going to dare compare them to Outkast, but I'll say they're definitely an Outkast-influenced group. Yeah, for sure. But it's just like disregarding Big Boy is just like disrespecting hip-hop yeah. to an extent because it's a 50-50 thing when you're yeah. in a group. It's You know, if you're in a band, like, yeah, there's a front man. Right. But when you're a duo, it's both of you. Yeah. And, you know, like, there's no Batman without Robin. Like, even right. though people want to disregard Robin at times. Nah, that's it's two like, Batmans for Outkast. Yeah, it's two you know Batmans I mean? for Outkast. Yeah. And even at that, it's like, you know, the Robins, they, they hold their weight still. Mm-hmm. And they, I feel like the Robins would be like Dungeon Family, kind of. Yeah. I, I could see that. I yeah. see what you mean by that. But I really like the album. You know, hopefully, you know, when, I, you know, when we end this, you get to yeah, for listen sure. to the rest definitely of it. Gonna, because definitely it's definitely play. a thorough album as well. You know, it's not going to be anything that wins a Grammy because, you know, they're not at that Grammy level yet. But yeah. I, I think it would be something never worth know, noting in that kind of Grammy category. You never know because that, uh, what was that girl's name? Oh, my, I'm, I'm blanking out right now. Um, she, she was on the freshman cover, uh, XXL. Of this year? This year. She could spit too. Lizzo? Not, no, Lizzo not wasn't Lizzo. on the XXL Why cover. Why am I blanking out? right, Bro, I know her name too. It's crazy. Not Saweetie, right? No, nah, no. Nah. With a T, oh, oh, Tierra Wack, Tierra Wack, Yo, she's lit too. Yes, she's yeah, lit too. Yeah, yeah. She got nominated for a Grammy and she wasn't that big, so oh, I feel wow. like I feel like if she could get nominated, Earth can get, could get nominated. It all depends on the committee, so yeah. And I yeah. even remember like Freddie Gibbs and Madlib when they released Pinata, like they were mm-hmm. on the ballot to be nominated. Oh, wow, so like, yeah, man. you're right, you know, they, they do definitely have that chance, mm. uh, so hopefully that all happens with them. Yeah, I, I could definitely see that happening because they are a talented group. If it's not this album, it'll definitely be like by the next or the one following, yeah, that. yeah, for sure. Uh, but shout out to J. Cole, J. Cole's been putting yeah, together man. a killer team between them, JID, Baz, Cause, you know, all these dudes, and like even like bringing a platform more so to the baby because the baby's mm-hmm. from where he's from, like, right. J. Cole's been killing it from, you know, yeah. that the Dreamville compilation album to this feature run that he's been doing. I'm sure he has an album that's coming out sooner rather than later yeah. that he's going to just drop on us. Mm-hmm. So, yo, big shout out to J. Cole. He's been putting together one hell yeah, of a man. team because I think when you're looking at it like 10 years from now, like his team's still going to probably be intact or at least like yeah. those artists are still going to be existent. Right. And like with that. A lot of people like think to themselves like, or at least like an A and R point of view or like record label point of view, they probably think to themselves like, "Who's going to bring me money now?" Yeah, like the trendy. You yeah, know but I mean? I'd rather have twenty million over the next ten years. Yeah. Than ten million dollars over the next two three years. Yeah. I'd ra- I'd rather do that, and it's like because after that two three years, that artist may not generate what you think they're going right, to generate no right. more, and they become desperate on how they're going to do it, and then they kind of yeah. you know revert. To a way that they never wa- wanted to be. Yeah, because I feel like with artists like, you know, on the Dreamville label, those are artists you could play back songs five, ten years from now. It's like how you would play back, you know, not to compare, but like just like how you would play back an outcast or, you know, whatever the case may be. And you could still vibe to it because there's a lot of artists. Think about how many artists have come out that were super hot and you're not listening to the albums five years down the line, ten years no. down the line. 
No, nah, so they have real. those artists that have a catalog that you could tour off of for twenty years and those things. Yeah, and that people will still pay to see. I mean, like you look into like, and I don't want to like throw them into this category full blown, but you look into like a category like Tech Nine, mm. right? And Tech Nine was never like the guy, right? But he still tours to still, this day, yeah. and when he does tour, like he sells, sells out a thousand people yeah. shows, two thousand people shows. Mm-hmm. Sometimes gets put on these festivals. He still does his thing, and people yeah. still love that shit. He drops a song, people still listen to yeah. it. And it's like, I'm always going to choose longevity over the right now. Right. I'm always going to choose that. So I'm all about you know all those Dreamville signings, and Earth Gang is proving J Cole right. Yeah. That he made a good move on that because Earth Gang is killing it. Yeah, man, They're killing it. Um. And then one big one, and it's probably going to be the last one we bring up as far as recent releases go, Post Malone's Hollywood's Bleeding album. Yeah. I know you didn't really listen to it, yeah. but I did play you the Ozzy Travis track just before this. Right. How are you feeling off of the little snippet you heard of that? It's dope, man. It's fire, bro. Post Malone can't miss. I'm not going to lie, man. This dude is like, he's untouchable when it comes to the music, bro. He he really sits down. Or he just has, his musical IQ is just insane, to be honest. That's why I ask, his IQ for music is, is, is really crazy. The, the thing can, that made me a Post Malone fan, honestly, because you're talking about his music IQ, and no, no, uh, didn't mean to cut you off, but, no, you but the thing that made me a huge Post Malone fan, mm. right? Because I've been playing guitar since I was 15. I'm yeah. 27 now, so I've been playing guitar for the last 12 years. I've loved like classic rock and like classic hip hop since I was like, I want to say like five, six, seven years old. Yeah. But like my uncle always used to like play guitar for me, like right. play me all these classic rock songs. He has a video of him when he was first coming out playing the guitar mm. to a Bob Dylan song. Him playing it. And oh, yeah, it. yeah, yeah. And trust me when I tell you, that's not an easy song to play. Okay. Like I, I already have a tough enough time and I'm, I'm no singer by any means, but I'll just like mm. jam along and have my own little like personal jam sessions where right. I'm singing and playing just to like get those vibes out. He was singing that shit beautifully. Yeah. And playing that shit to perfection. Yeah. He had my respect from there on out. Yeah, man. And like, is his music my first choice? Probably not. Yeah. But this album was actually really dope. Yeah. It was a full body of work. And when I first started playing guitar, Mm. the band I used to really follow a lot was Black Sabbath. Which, for those who don't know, Ozzy Osbourne was the front man of Black Sabbath. Right. And you got to think about it like this, like Ozzy Osbourne was a part of Black Sabbath, which is one of the greatest rock bands of all time. Probably the rock band that initiated like the pace toward heavy metal Mm. and the like the look toward like the goth look and all that stuff. And then Ozzy Osbourne becomes like a singles artist and he puts out songs like Crazy Train and stuff like that. Mm. He has Randy Rhodes on guitar. Zach Wilde becomes his guitarist after Randy Rhodes dies. And you're talking about, I want to say Ozzy's been relevant now the last 50 years consistently. It's crazy. Because Black Sabbath was around in like the late 60s, early 70s. So he's either in the 40th or approaching like the 50th year, the fifth decade. Yeah. Because we're going into 2020 next year. Right, right. And he put fresh vocals on this. You don't get fresh vocals from Ozzy Osbourne nowadays, bro. I'm telling you now, like, he don't really even be releasing new music himself. Yeah. Like, he's still touring. He. Let me tell you this real quick, a uh, little side note. Mm. He called his last tour No More Tours. Oh, yeah. He has, he has a song called No More Tears. Okay. And now he's on No More Tours 2. Wow. Like, yo, this man is like the, he's honestly like the workhorse of like music. Yeah. Like overall of music. Like he is like That's the crazy, guy. Man. And like Ozzy Osbourne is an icon. Yeah. And Post Malone got fresh Ozzy Osbourne vocals yeah, on man. the track. And then he got to mix them together with Travis Scott vocal. 
That's which is real dope. And I'm not talking no samples or nothing like that. I'm talking right. about freshly recorded, like Ozzy Osbourne stepped in the booth. Yeah. And I was skeptical when I saw the Travis Scott feature. I was like, oh, here we go. Yeah, like, they're about right? to fuck up these Ozzy Osbourne yeah. vocals. You know, like, uh, me as a fan, like, I was, like, ready. I was, like, I was literally preparing yeah. myself for the worst. But once again, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, this is a prime example of just to give the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. Don't assume nothing. Please, like, just give everything a chance that, like, you're skeptical yeah, on. for sure, man. Because you don't know until you find out. And right. I was proven wrong. That's also give benefit of the doubt to Post Malone, too, because... I hear a lot of Travis features, and I'm just like, man, turn this shit off. You know what I mean? So with him, you got to come correct when you're on a Post Malone production. You know what I mean? So it's it's really dope. Like like you said, like he's Post Malone's not one of like he's not like my artist, but if I play his album, I could I could always respect it and be like, yo, this this is dope. You know, I'm not gonna I might not choose it myself, but whenever I hear it, I appreciate it. Hell yeah! And actually, you know what? I'm I'm honestly about to um. I'm about to throw it on real quick. Let's let's see what we got here. Okay. But no, I really like the track loading up real quick. But the track is real dope. And it's no disrespect to Travis Scott as far yeah. as like what he does. Like Travis Scott is real dope. Yeah. But it's just getting real repetitive with him. Of course. But I fuck with his production skills. Yeah. I don't think the track's gonna load right now. But anyway, if you never heard the track, definitely listen yeah, to just it. Check it out, it's bro. it's worth listening to. I mean, as a as a Ozzy Osbourne fan, I that's the perspective I'm coming from on it. Okay. Um but overall that album was real dope. You know, it wasn't extraordinary. Mm-hmm. And I want to say it's maybe my favorite album of his, but you know, it's it's what it's what you'd expect and then some. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but you know, the, that goes for all the upcoming and recent releases that we've been, you know, looking into as of late. Um we can't wait to see what 2019 ends with. Uh, but something else that we actually also missed out on, I guess, since the last time we recorded was Nicki Minaj announced her retirement. Oh, yeah. How you feeling about that? What you think about that? I feel like that's a troll, to be honest. I think it's a publicity stunt. Yeah, of course. Of course, because she, I feel like she's had people just, you know, going against her. So I feel like she just did this, just like with the Joe Budden shit. It was Joe Budden, right? Yeah. Yeah, like, I feel like she's just trying to test people and just see, like, yo, who's really for me, who's not for me. And I feel like she's doing this so she could come back with a, hopefully come back with a crazy album and just be like, yo, all y'all niggas that were happy that I retired, what do you think now? So that's that's what I I think she's doing, but who knows? Because she, she also just got married, too, so she might she might actually be settling down and having a family. But Yeah, because that was her reasoning was that so she could go have a family. But right. I'll probably say it like this, right? So... This kind of leads us into our next subject, too. Mm. Right. So mine and I, we're, we're going to bring up the subject of the greatest and most impactful artists of the last decade. Okay. Because right? now we're heading into 2020. But before right. we get there, you got to remember entering like 2009, 2008, 2009, 2010. She was really like the only female rapper yeah. that was like out. Yeah. Like at least like on the on like, you know, the mainstream hip hop yeah, like that sure. people really knew about. For sure. And I feel like that became exhausting to her. Yeah. I mean... She had a lot of attention on her. Mm-hmm. She went on some of the biggest tours, broke records, all kinds yeah. of stuff. She basically has the second group to the Bayhive in yeah, you know, her Barbies. Yeah, for sure, for sure. She's made a movement. And yeah. all the respect to Nicki Minaj. For honestly, sure. all the respect to yeah. Nicki Minaj. But I think she's like worn out. And like now, especially that like Meg Thee Stallion's out, yeah. Sweetie, City Girls. Mm-hmm. All these female artists are making a comeback. And I think it gives her that chance to be like, all right, well, let me step away. Yeah. Let them have their moment. And I could step I right hope. back in and, you know, just do my thing. I, I hope so, too, because she's full of talent. But I think 
like I, I could say it from a personal perspective like i basically took the last year off in making music yeah and it was because like you know the previous 11 years to that like i was just saturated in right it. and she's been doing this about 10 11 years and yeah. it becomes exhausting like your mind yeah. is literally just like worn out to a point right. um but you know hopefully it gives her the time she needs to step away and then come back better my other theory too is like she might have a kid and then so she might retire for now you'll have the kid you know get pregnant have a kid maybe like a year or two maybe 2021 or uh, 22 maybe that's when she'll like drop her new stuff and then she'll like talk about a kid or talk about her, her family life or whatever the case may be yeah so, it also gives her new content to right right so she might be she might be temp- temporarily uh retired if she you know if she doesn't drop anytime soon that's what, that's what i think she'll definitely come back within like three years for sure though yeah, hell yeah. And, uh, you know, all the respect once again to Nicki Minaj. We wish her all the best. Yeah. You know, everybody deserves that moment. It's easy for a male artist to, you know, have a family and then go back to doing what they're doing. Right. But, you know, honestly, like, we're in a time and age where, like, women need all the respect. Yeah. And it's not even, like, need, like, we have to give it to them or anything like that. Like, it's that they deserve it. Right. You know, it's not like it's forced. It's not like anything yeah. like that, but like they really deserve it. Like women have gone through crazy trials and tribulations and pregnancy is one of those things. Like it yeah. really tests a woman's like strength physically, mentally, mm-hmm. emotionally. And hopefully, you know, she gets to have the family she wants and she gets the time she needs yeah. to, you know, just come back and do her thing. Right. Uh, but let's go into this greatest, most impactful artist of the last decade. So we're talking right. about we're talking about between, you know, 2010 and 2019. Um who who do you think is somebody that you could immediately talk about as like being one of those artists? All right, so for this past decade from 2010 to 2019? Yeah, we're talking about, I, I'll probably even like saying like if you want to throw in like 2009 to 2019, but like since we're going into 2020, okay. like, it's crazy to think how fast this decade went. Yeah, really. And this this was a crazy decade in music. Like we saw SoundCloud birth and die. Yeah. Literally. Yeah, right. yeah that's crazy. and we have soundcloud rappers that are literally like i don't want to disrespect them like they're, they're, way they're like termites they're like everywhere yeah, yeah you know they're everywhere whether they're all in the same or they're you yeah. know biting harder than the next one or whatever the case right. is but like we saw the birth and death of soundcloud rap yeah, that's crazy physical cds are no more right but yet vinyl sales are high yeah uh but then streaming services came about with apple music and mm. spotify and all that so we've really seen like it's a crazy honestly, yeah a crazy twist and turn in the music industry in general um but let's start it off with this i think let's start it off basically as if it's 2009 if we're gonna 2009 we're, if okay. we're gonna basically start it off like this i think the first artist we should bring up is drake okay and i think drake really paved the way for like the singing rap oh like, yeah for, for real, sure for, for real. sure emotional vulnerable you know hip-hop for sure yeah, and he, and he's the artist that like when he drops something, the whole world stops. Yeah, literally, like he dropped a B side, yeah, you know, album of songs that we already had access to, and that shit went platinum. Yeah, so it shows you what kind of impact and what kind of you know growth he's made over the last ten years. Yeah, and you know he's gone from being Lil Wayne's understudy to basically right. being considered potentially greater than Lil Wayne. Oh, I'm not saying sure. that from a personal standpoint. Yeah. But if you want to look at it from an overall standpoint, yeah. like he said nah, himself, he's, he's got more slaps than the Beatles. Yeah. Right? Uh, 
You're talking about a guy that has his own custom Jordans as a rapper. Yeah. The only other artist I think pretty much to do that was like Eminem. Macklemore, but oh, Macklemore did that too. Yeah, but we're not even gonna (laughs) think about all that. But um. But I mean, like Drake has his own yeah, Jordan line. Yeah, For those who hear the barking in the back, I'm sorry, that's my pup. Oh, man, he, he's trying to make his voice here. He's trying to let y'all know he's here too. He's 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 rooting for Drake too, man. Yeah, he's saying he's like, I love Drake. <laughs> I don't know if y'all tuned in on the fantasy rap draft episode, but I even mentioned when you look into his eyes, all you hear is Marvin's room. Yeah. So he probably hears us talking about Drake, and he wants to hear he wants to hear what we got to say and chime in. Yeah, man. Uh, but let, let's get back to it. But yeah, I mean, you're talking about a man that has more hits than the Beatles, technically. For sure. You know, I don't want to say are they more timeless than the Beatles. I'm not yeah, gonna get yeah, to right, that just right, yet. Right. But um. And the the thing about the thing about today too is that the whole Billboard setup is is uh, different as well. So, you know, the algorithms they it might be more in favor for Drake, anyways. You know what I mean? Hell yeah, no, Drake. Drake is definitely one of those artists that like he's proven that. Well, let's just be real. I'm naming him number one as he's the greatest of this decade. Oh yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, like yeah, I mean, yeah. like. His talent is undeniable 100%. And mm-hmm. like someone else I would throw into this category, but I don't want to say so just because, is because he was already established before. This is Kanye. Like Kanye yeah, right, right. proven to be a more generational artist. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I'm just talking strictly about like this decade. This like decade, what, what yeah. is new to this decade? What has right. proven to stand the test of time in this decade? Yeah. What, you know, project stands out in your mind in this decade? Right. And like Drake fills all of those categories in regards yeah. to you know, this decade between 2010 and 2019. All right. Another artist I think we got to consider that I think a lot of people are going to overlook is Cuddy. Yeah, that's my next one. Cuddy, Cuddy, 100%. He may not be as consistent as Drake or as consistent as like a Wiz or anybody like that, but Mm -hmm. Cuddy's impact in today's, you know, artistry is huge because Cuddy really established that vulnerability in music. Yeah. Like, he was really, like, one of the first hip-hop artists, like, saying, like, I deal with depression, I deal yeah. with this, I, you know, alcoholism, all that stuff. Yeah. Like, he went through all that shit. Crazy. And, you know, he comes back every single time, and, like, his music is so great, man. Yeah. Like, like his talent is there, and, like, he's always, like, someone that thinks to himself, like, how can I separate myself from my last project? Right. And, like, you know, he went from, like, Man on the Moon to, like... Uh, what can I, what can I think of? Um, Wizard, like he dropped oh, Wizard. Yeah. And Wizard was like a rock album Wizard. almost. God about that. You know, like he really man. tries to like test time, like with dope, with everything man. that he does. Back. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yo, Damn. for those who have not listened to Kid Cudi, please just go back and listen to Man on the Moon at the least. Yeah, like it? please. That just brought me back, bro. Like, I'm not oh, gonna lie to you. Because the thing with like you and me, right? Because yeah. like, all right. So for those who don't know, mine and I graduated high school in 2010. So like, literally, like bro, when old. this generation started, like we like got to enter adulthood. And, like, for us, like, Kid Cudi kind of started the mark. Right. You know, as far as, like, when music really started to change. Because for us, like, Man on the Moon dropped. Yeah. And it felt like a whole other point in time began. Right. And it just, like, kind of went nonstop from there. And the one I want to bring up after that is Wiz with Kush and OJ. Yeah. Because then everybody started fucking smoking weed after that. Because I pretty much started smoking weed after that. Yeah, bro. Wiz and Currency is the reason why I smoke weed. Started, and currency, yo, let's not even overlook currency. Like yeah. currency is like mixtape god of this generation. Yeah, not for real. Like for no real. lie, like currency is like that motherfucker. Like and he, he's that motherfucker in the sense of like the independent scene yeah. too. Like he is, he was signed to Young Money before 2010. Yeah, but then it was like he's a whole new currency yeah. going into 2010, right. 2011, 2012, and so on and so forth. 
Bro, it's crazy. He probably dropped like 50, easily 50 projects in the past and, 10 years. And he has all different styles on it. He has production from like 808 Mafia yeah. to Alchemist. Oh my God. To Mad Lib to all these different yeah. like artists that Every like, front. Everybody, like everybody. old school beats too, beats. all that shit. Like, let me ask you this. Out of all the tapes that he's dropped, Covert Coop. Yo, I was just about to say Covert either Coop. Covert Coop or Verde Terrace. Oh yeah, fire too. That's fire. Like those two are like my favorites. Yeah, Covert, yeah, Covert and then Coop. like New Jet City was dope, but like yo, yeah. Covert Coop was just. I also oh. like um the first uh the first album. What was it called? Wait, like what, what are you talking about? Like as far as like his first album, like like the album album album. album. It was a series of three pilot talk, pilot talk. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, pilot talk, pilot talk two, Ooh. or pilot talk one. Yeah. Let me say this. Let me say it like this. Yeah. In the last decade, the pilot talk series might be the best series yeah. of tapes or albums that yeah. might have been put together in hip hop. Yeah. Pilot talk, like yeah. Pilot oh, talk, man. Yeah. Yo, big shout out real quick. I'm not good with names. Big I, shout I out real quick out. to my boys Lucas and my boy Chris. And another congratulations. Yeah, Chris. Yeah, another Chris. congratulations to Chris. He just had his yeah, daughter, man. man. Yeah, crazy. Yo, big shout out to you, Savios. Much love, man, and many <laughs> Yo, blessings to you and the loved crazy. ones right there. Yeah, Chris, he actually he put me on he put me on Wiz Khalifa and he gave me a Taylor Gang shirt. Yo, that's yo. Yo, that's the first person I knew that had Taylor Gang written on his folder. Yo. He had Taylor Gang written on bro, his folder. He gave folder. me a shirt, bro. I was just like, what? Yo, like good, that's somebody that like dude, he really man. put me on to a lot of this music. Yeah. Like if you ask me too, like with Wiz and like currency, like that shit's dope. But like, you also got to think about with Wiz, right? He starts Taylor Gang, mm. brings back Juicy J. If you yeah. ask me, because then you had Blue oh, Dream did, and Lean. Did, it was like yeah. just how we said with currency. Currency came back yeah. after Young Money and like revamped himself. Right. Juicy J revamped yeah. himself. Yeah. Juicy J revamped himself and like yo, big yeah, shout nice out to run. Juicy J because he even just produced Hot Girl Summer. Oh yeah. Yo, he produced that track. It's like the biggest track out right now. Yeah. Like that shit's wild, but um. I mean, yo, big shout out, big shout out to Taylor Gang overall. Yeah. Um, let's think, who who else do we who got? Else? That was like a generational artist. Who, who could you think of off the top of your head? Off top, um, off this last decade, I'm gonna this have to say Travis Scott, just because. I mean, there's no there's no Travis Scott without Kid Cudi, but Travis Scott in himself, he I think he came out with 2013 or so. I feel like the visuals, he 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 had this this uh rock star rage. You know, he's oh, yeah. kind of feeding off of Kid Cudi, but in his own style. So, and his production quality, I wasn't too much of a fan of, of his of his uh, lyrics at first, but just the visuals and the music production. Yo, uh, the production on Al Farrell was like, yeah, when that first yeah, came out, yeah. I remember hearing, I'm like, yo, this guy's going to be huge down yeah. the line. And it took him a little while. Yeah, right. But then he had, like, all right, so then he got on the Holy Grail, uh, what's it called, Magna Carta Holy Grail with Hove. Okay. And Hove was really, like, the first one to, like, kind of, like, start exposing his production, yeah. like, on a more mainstream platform. Yeah. Even though he had, like, features already from, like, T.I. and 2 right, Chains right. and people like that. But it was, like, for you to know who Travis Scott was, it was, like, you really had to do some digging. Yeah. And fun little side story, actually. He's a real humble dude. So, mine and I, I want to say in, like, 2013, 2014, like yeah. you were saying... We went to Art Basel to this event called Trap Paradise. And oh, shout yeah. out to whoever threw that because that was a dope ass event. That was um Norman Now, I think. Shout out Norman Now. She, yeah. She's somebody behind the scenes down here in South Florida that's yeah. been killing it, honestly. A lot of people yeah, owe out. her thanks. Um, but we go to Trap Paradise and we're in line. And I don't know how, but I got in the event before you. Mm. I'm standing there waiting. And I remember like when we were in line, I was like right behind Mikey Rocks. That's another one too. Cool kids. Yeah, cool yeah. kids owed a lot of things yeah. for this generation. We'll get into them in a second. But I remember in line, I was like behind Mikey Rocks. 
Mikey Rocks got in, I got in, and I'm waiting for mine to get in. I'm like, shit, yo, what's taking him so long? And mm. like, you know, I'm checking out the event. I'm not leaving the spot I'm in, but I'm like looking around. And then I look to my left, and there's Travis Scott. Yeah. And this is Damn. right after he just dropped Fowl, Al, Al, Al Farrow. Yeah. Um, dude, like literally when I saw him, just like, this guy just waited in line like the rest of us. Yeah. <laughs> like this is when wild, he man. wasn't really shit just yet. Yeah. And I just turned to him, I'm like, yo, you're Travis Scott? And he's like, yeah, I am. I was like, bro, I literally look at him just like, thank you. Like, I just told him thank you. I was like, yo, like, when I heard Al Farrell, like, I, I know where you're going to go. Yeah. Like, I literally told him, like, you're going to blow up, bro. Yeah. Like, keep doing what you're doing. He he hasn't let up on the pedal since. He's yeah, literally man. gone 100 miles an hour, and he's been killing it. And, like, Crazy. you're right. He really is a generational artist because although we were saying, you know, earlier that, like, his style is kind of like becoming a little repetitive, but it's due to his popularity. Right, right. And his uniqueness. And because right. nobody could really match that. Right. And like, I remember recently a lot of people were saying like, okay, who was better with autotune, T-Pain or Travis Scott? But it's like, what came first, the chicken or the egg? It's yeah, like, yeah. it doesn't really matter like who's better at that point, yeah. but it's like, but how did you elevate that sound? Right. You know, like T-Pain introduced us to like autotune. Yeah. Kanye kind of elevated it, but Travis Scott like elevated yeah. it like you know, to whole new measures. Yeah. Like, no one was using Travis Scott's kind of auto tune right, before right. Travis Scott. Right. And that's what makes him so unique. Right. Exactly. Because with that, we could get into uh, Young Thug. Young Thug too. Because with that, with, with the Travis Scott auto tune, I feel like Young Thug, um, he used that style too a little bit in his own music and made it his own style as well. So, yeah, I would, I would also I would also give props for for, for Young Thug. Um, and I'm well, Travis Scott giving Young Thug some of his sauce too, uh, at least early on. You know what I mean? As far as the auto tune and even the production a little bit too sometimes. Yeah, but I'm going to take it back a little further than Travis Scott, maybe mm-hmm. like two years before Travis Scott. Okay. Long live ASAP. Oh, shit. We can't forget Damn. that, right? And although That's ASAP crazy. Rocky. That's crazy. Although ASAP Rocky is definitely an artist of this decade that yeah. stands the test of time, you wouldn't have ASAP Rocky. Without Space Ghost Perp. Yeah. Shout out Space Ghost Perp. Because Space Ghost Perp. you're talking about another South Florida legend that does not get enough credit. Yeah. Does not, like, not at all. Like, it, it's shitty to think that he's, like, truly blackballed from the industry. Yeah. And, like, literally broke ground for yeah. the sound today. Right. Yeah, he, now, he is SoundCloud. Yeah, yeah, like, really, like, that yeah. kind of birthed SoundCloud rap, because, like, that's how ASAP truly came about, was, like, his yeah. shit being released on SoundCloud, and it took off. Yeah. And with Space Goes Perp, like, he also introduced us to people like Denzel Curry. Yeah. Young Simi. Yeah, Raider Clan, yeah. Yeah, Raider Clan, overall. All right. He's undeniable with what he does, and I, it, for those who have seen him live, I hope you could agree with me on this. He's actually a great live performer. Yeah. He's a great live performer. Yeah, I've seen him once. Yeah, but Space Ghost Perp, ASAP Rocky, ASAP like, Rocky that, that's yeah. a hell of a duo. I wish, you know, they would be able to work together again. Yeah, man, that was a cool time, yo. It it, it was, because it was, that like, was one of those cool things, time. like, yo, like, for real. Like, I guess, like, how you could think of, like, Wiz dropping Cushion OJ with weed. Like, yeah. ASAP Rocky dropped Everybody Started Sipping out of nowhere. Yeah, Sipping, and not only that, but they changed the, like, the, the swag, Yeah, man. the swag like, came out. Like, I mean, look at you now, right now. Like, yeah. I'm looking at my mind. Nah, <laughs> not the hat, nah. Not nah, the hat, but, like, yo, the nah. braids. Nah. You, the braids, the French braids, all that shit. This is not. This is this is not. It, my girl did this. I I like braids to the back because she just she just wanted to switch it up. Nah, you can't. I'm not. I'm not. But, but that's nah, I feel you though. I feel you. That though. style wouldn't like, be prominent yeah, without him. Is yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. And like, nah, I don't. I ain't taking no advice. 
I know, um, I know, you know, Soldier Boy kind of coined the term, but like, I feel like ASAP Rocky brought forth the Pretty Boy swag. Oh like, yeah, he brought yeah, it yeah, to yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, like it was really, know, it was really Lil B, but yeah, I feel you. I, I guess oh, Lil B. Oh hell yeah, the bass guy. Yeah, like, yeah for real. You know, I'm not, I'm not like his biggest fan, but I love Lil B, man. He absolutely love you, deserves his respect. Lil B, man. <laughs> You got to write thank you base god on your the bottom of your feet. Yeah. Post. <laughs> oh, hell no. <laughs> That's what he's be doing. Oh, yeah. No, write I T-Y-B-G on the bottom of your feet. He's kind of creepy. He's, he's a real creep. But, you know, before before he started posting those pe- feet pics and shit, I was a huge, huge fan. That kind of hey, threw me off. Even Dave Chappelle likes feet. You, you can't, you can't yeah. hate a man for what they like unless but it's some, like, real outrageous shit. He was just posting that shit all, all yeah. day. I'm Yo, just like, bro, you're you, weird. You know what I got to watch out for you? I keep going on Twitter at work and shit, yeah. and then I'd be scrolling through the TL, and, like, one of those photos comes up, or just some porn is on yeah. the <laughs> Yo, I gotta stop doing I had to unfollow him, bro, because he be he was posting like I'm not gonna lie, he was posting like high school girls. I'm like, bro, you, those girls look kind of young. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? You so gotta I double like, check. I had to unfollow him for a while. Well, I, I still have him unfollowed, but I still listen. I listened to his music for bro. He was like my biggest inspiration. He just made me feel like yo, I could just do whatever the fuck I want. Like it was crazy, man. It was a crazy time. Yeah, and I was just thinking about this um because we were talking about currency with independent artistry. Yeah, Chance the Rapper. Okay. Yeah, Chance the Rapper definitely belongs up there because yeah. honestly, like, if you ask me, as far as like DIY, mm-hmm. do it yourself in the music industry, yeah, Chance the Rapper came in at a perfect time to do it. Yeah, he took advantage of that situation in full, and look at where it brought him. Like this man is Chicago right now. Like that's yeah. Kanye City, but like Chance the Rapper is Chicago right yeah. now. Like what he does for the city. Right. The you know, magnitude of his artistry and yeah. like his influence is like huge. He kinda like brought out that how can I describe College it? College like, rap. No I'm kidding. He he <laughs> Alright, so like I know like, you know, the, the the album or the you know tape that really blew him up was Acid, acid Rap, rap yeah. but I think he brought together fun rap. Like he just yeah. made rapping like mad fun. Like yeah. like you didn't have to be a gangster, you didn't have to right, like right, right. Yeah. do anything too much. You just had to have fun with it. Like have yeah, fun no, on the beat, true. dance that's to true. it, right, you know, right, all right. that stuff. Like he really just had fun with it yeah. and he was just being himself on the right. track. And I think that's a really yeah, like man. when he first came out, I was like, yeah, yeah, he was really dope, man. Yo, Cocoa Butter Kisses is yeah. the song that got me on with him. Okay, okay. Yo, like, like that track. He had was a like whole great. bunch, man. Like, yeah, yeah like what? Bunch. Like, and I love the concept of like Ten Day because Ten Day, like, he literally says like he got suspended from high school for ten days and he made this tape. Okay. And look at look like that shows you like shit happens for a reason. Yeah. Like that's what, he's like the artist that kind of like also brought forth the idea of just trust the process. Yeah. Like just do it yourself, trust the process, and everything will right. fall in line after that. And he proved that like record labels truly aren't a necessity. Like yeah. a lot of artists nowadays are like trying to manage themselves and like, you know, talk to their friends about managing them or promoting them yeah. because they're able to make that shit work. Like for perfect example, actually, you know, a past guest to the show, Mikey Moore. Right. Mikey Moore's been killing this shit and he's yeah, been man. doing shit on his own. Like, you know, I, I'm not going to say what he should or shouldn't do, but like hopefully he continues that route as his yeah. career continues to develop right. because like. Chance the Rapper, like, set forth that boundary as far as music goes. They're like, you don't need that label. Right. And, like, that's something, like, I respect yeah. huge. Because before that, like, everybody thought, like, you if need, I don't get yeah, on the label, I'm nothing. not going to get right, nowhere. Right, right. That's facts. Yeah. Uh, what, what's your stance, actually, like, on, like, record labels now? Like, because, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, since 2010 to now, like... I feel like record labels are good once you hit a certain peak in your music career. I feel like you should be independent until you hit, like... If I was to say like numbers, I say like you hit like probably anywhere from like ten to twenty thousand p- 
people maybe as far as streams you should be getting like a couple like tens of thousands of streams on your songs you should have like good engagements and once you have that you you're kind of like solidified so you just need a, a bigger reach and so i feel like record labels depending on the record label could do that so that's good once you you kind of peaked out a little once you see you peaked out peaked out a little bit i feel like rec, signing to a record label is good you get you get a nice little advance you know you have a little bit more connections you might have label mates that you could you know get features from or it's not going to cost you an arm and a leg you know those type of things so they they help in a in a certain you know in certain aspects yeah i, I think you're right because in the sense of like when when you hit a certain point you definitely should work that but this would be my idea of it mm. right so you said if like tens of thousands of plays i would probably go toward millions yeah there's people who get millions i was of thinking streams. like i was thinking like just songs not not videos but yeah videos for sure well no whether videos songs? or the audio mm. whatever it is like once you reach a certain point let it like peak out like you yeah. said like not saying like you know just think to yourself like oh well this is where my climax right. is right now like now's the time to sign to a label. yeah i wouldn't say it just like that but wait till you hit a certain point right and don't just sign yourself as an artist to the label yeah. but maybe create your label right. at that point and get it signed under a major right like i love what mac miller did yeah right and that's another artist i'm gonna bring up in this oh, talk shit, too. Man. All right, mac man. miller you know rest in peace please but like he definitely deserves to be in this conversation yeah um but you got to remember he signed i think it was to def jam for his label for like 10 million dollars yeah. and he got all those people signed yeah and it wasn't like he signed to them as an artist and like they had control of what he did like yeah. he still did everything he wanted all right it's a partnership that's the best thing exactly because like i like how push said it right or not push um yeah it was push push mm. said in in 18 wheeler with benny the butcher he's like you ain't he's like you're not 50 50 why would like i i give you half of me like, yeah I'm, I'm the whole artist like, right why should i have to sign that right and give you that amount like right. why should i have to give you 50 percent of what i do yeah and prince is also a prime example because yeah. remember prince Rest until the day he died was trying to fight for his masters of his tracks yeah. and it was like right after he won them like he died yeah i feel like i feel like as an artist you shouldn't sign for anything more than like 20 24 25 30 yeah no, like it really that. has to be worth your while like don't just yeah. do a two million dollar advance I don't think artists realize nowadays how quick $2 million gets exhausted. it's automatically, like, almost cut in half. You know what I'm saying? Have you ever seen that Dame Dash video where he's, like, breaking down, like, a million dollars? Yeah. He's, like, automatically in half as taxes. And you yep. got to buy jewels. Then you got to buy your car. Then you got to buy a house. Yep. You're basically broke after that. And that, that's what a lot of artists do with their advance money is that yeah. they go and they buy all this shit that they think is what they're going to get off the album. But they don't realize, like, hey, this is the money for you to plan out your album. Yeah. Like, you have this to, like, work with it. Yeah. It's like your mom saying... Mine, here's $20. Go buy yourself some lunch. Yeah. But instead, you go and buy yourself, like, you know, no shoes are $20, but like a new pair of shoes. Yeah. Something like right, that. Right, right. Or instead of buying food, you just buy something you want. Yeah. Like the newest video game or some right. shit. And that, that's what I think a lot of artists are like failing to do is because they're like, oh, well, if I set this image, like, it's all going to come back to me. I'm going right, to keep making this right. money. It's like, no, this might be your only chance. Yeah, nine out of 10, you're, you're fucked. Yeah, man. I mean, that's crazy, but uh, let's let's talk about Mac a little bit. Mac is definitely a generational artist. Yeah, for sure, man. Probably the most talented artist. Yeah. Between 2010 and 2019, because he pretty much played every instrument, yeah. produced, I would say, most of his tracks. Yeah. His time was definitely cut off too soon, because I don't even think he reached, like, a climax of his career nah. yet. Like, I think he was really trying to be steady with his moves. Yeah. And that's what I loved most about Mac. Right. Is that, like... And I think the craziest part was... Let me take you back to 2010. Yeah. Like 2009, 2010. 
So a mutual friend of ours, Curtis, mm. the kid. Oh yeah, yeah. Curtis was signed to I Got Records, mm. and Curtis one day we're playing basketball, and he goes, "Yo, look at this video." Yeah. And it's the Nikes on my feet video. Oh man, fire! And he's like, "This guy just got signed to my label with me," mm. or like, was, like he was already on the label. He's like, "But yo, he just dropped this. Whatever it was, it was like something that like either the song just came out or like he just got signed." Yeah. And he's like, "Yo, he's gonna be huge one day." And he told yeah. me he's like, "He's probably gonna go off to Rostrum Records." Yeah. And he literally like told me this like a year before it all happened. Yeah. The next thing you know, Mac blew the fuck up. Yeah. And that was like an artist, like yo, like, and I remember after he showed me that video, like I really started like paying attention yeah. to Mac, and like he took off. I don't know how I heard about him. I was I was always on like blogs, but yeah, I saw Nike's on my feet, Kool Aid, Frozen Pizza, uh, those two. I kept playing those tracks back and back, over and over and over. It was just like, yo, this kid is dope, man. It was just like it was fun. It was pure. It was like it wasn't corny though. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's what I really liked about it. Like, and the thing that sucks is like. All right, so, like, a lot of people want to say because he was a white rapper, he did this, he did that. Yeah. It's like, but honestly, he was an artist. Like, yeah. He wasn't, he wasn't just, like, a white rapper. Right. Like, yo, he was just an overall artist. Right. Like, everybody everybody making music. Him. Yeah, man. Everybody listened to him. It wasn't, like, cause a, lot of, a lot of white rappers, only white people listen to them. Like, he was, like, I was listening to him. I don't typically, I don't think I really ever really listened to, like, a white rapper like that. I mean, I listened to Eminem's first album, but other than that, like, I wasn't really checking for Eminem or anything like that or... You know, so well, Mac, I was checking his his mixtapes, I was checking his albums, looking at his videos. Like he he wasn't a a white rapper, he was just a rapper, bro. Like it was yeah, dope, man. He yeah. was an artist, and you know, yeah. may he rest in peace, man. I I wish you know we could get more music, and there's rumors to be more music from him. I know Madlib said they oh, yeah. had an album done, and I really would love to oh, hear man, that. That'd be crazy. Yeah, it really would be, but um, you know, I I'm actually let, let's bring up this topic next. So recently. A posthumous album, or however you say it, I think it's posthumous. Mm-hmm. Um, came out for XXX Tentacion. Yeah, I don't know how to feel about like any of that. Like as far as like posthumous albums go, like albums like after somebody has died. Yeah. Did you hear any of it? No, nah, I didn't hear. I heard. I heard the um, not the most recent one, but he there was one that dropped. I think last year. Um after he passed yeah well that was the actual album oh yeah this is like it was like a reprise of what was it, the question mark album yeah. or whatever or like whatever they want to call it and he but the thing was like he had features from like Lil Nas X oh yeah yeah and and this is nothing toward like KJ and them but like Kimani Marley and people like that okay. and it's like I think even Vibes Cartel was on a track a little battery yeah, yeah. Uh, well there goes the video yeah, guys right. but we made it our first shot hopefully y'all get to see yeah, it but yeah. um but yeah, like, like, once again, nothing toward, like, KJ and them, but, like, you know, like, Imani Marley, Vibes Cartel. Right, right. You know, w- with that being said, it's like, I like, I love, you know, the combinations of the talent, but mm. it's like, you know, once again, is this what the artist would have wanted? Because we were talking about before, like, if the artist didn't, like, give the blessing toward a certain thing, is right. that how you would want it? Right, hear? right. Because I feel like with his, like, with his last album, like, I'm sure he A&R'd it, executive produced it, what, what have you, you know what I'm saying? Arranged it, all those things. I don't think you would have had, no, no offense to those artists, but I don't think he would have had those artists. Who knows? Maybe, you know. But, yeah, stuff like that. I, I never really check for artists after they pass because that's not... The whole creative process is is changed. You you know you don't have your say so in what you want to. Yeah, someone is representing you. Yes. and like I mean, it is his mom. Mm. But even at that, yeah, you're not thinking like he. Yeah, did. you're not him. And his albums you know? usually would only have one to two features anyway. 
So yeah. it doesn't seem right. right. And with this album, there were a whole lot of freestyles yeah. and a bunch of features. So you don't really think you're going to get the same vibe or quality okay. toward what he would normally do. Uh, but mm. the one thing I took to were the voice memos. I just really wanted to see how he created. Okay. And we came from the South Florida scene, right? I, I've seen X from when X wasn't nothing. Like, I yeah. I paid no money to go see him at C.B. Smith Park right. under a pavilion wow. for, like, 50, 60, maybe 70 people. Yeah. And to see him go from that to, like, the impact he does have today yeah. is, like, crazy. And, like, I, yeah. like, I love his music, but it's, like, after he died and knowing, you know, that whole history, yeah. it's kind of been tough to want to, like, listen to anything new. Right. Because it's like you said, like, it's not his way of creating. Yeah. So how do we know that this is exactly what he wanted? Right. But once again, I don't want to, like, you know, assume anything. I just want to give the benefit of the doubt. Right. I'm sure you know this is at least helping his mom, you know, remain oh, stagnant. Financially, yeah, yeah. financially stagnant, yeah. taking care of his whole family and his child now, too, oh, on yeah, top of sure. that. So, I mean, you know, at least it's done toward positive reasoning. Right, right. Um, and, you know, I, I can never knock that off. Right. But... Let's think. I'm trying to think of like other artists that we had, but like, I think we we may have covered all of them. I think we covered a good amount. Um, I'm thinking like trap artists, but there's really none that like are like they change anything too crazy. I mean, I would say Future. Honestly, oh whoa, we can't forget Future. Yeah, I would say Future. Yeah, we should yeah. definitely throw Future in. There. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know what? You know, I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about like. You know, I was kind of like iffy about Future because I was thinking about like his later, but like early, like 2011 to like. 2015, 16. I mean, starting like, off with uh, what, oh what's it called? God. Magic and all that. Yeah. Yo, Funny Pluto. Montana, yeah. Alt, bro. He, bro, he even did racks on racks. Like that's him. You know what I mean? So it's just crazy. Dude. And that's a whole nobody was like rapping like that. Nobody was making their song structures. You know what I'm saying? Like he, like I'm not gonna lie. Future really switched up song structures um, for for like trap music in in general. So yeah, he's a really good songwriter. He's actually yeah, he's he's underrated. No, I feel like I feel like because he's in like he's not. I want to say he's past his prime, but his his hot streak. Not like yo, like I'm checking for this like this new future right now. I'm probably not thinking about it in the same light, but like I'm trying to like channel back then. Karate Chop, like all oh those. My you don't God. even know and it. You, wait, wait, hold on. Speaking of Karate Chop, yeah. Let's talk about a generational artist, but in the producer sense, Metro Boomin. Oh yeah, yeah. Yo, crazy, and that—that's the beauty yeah, of yeah. like future coming out is he introduced us to people like Metro yeah. Boomin. Yeah, man. Um, a lot of producers. Eight oh eight Mafia. Big shout yeah, out to man. them as well. Um, yeah, we we really got introduced to a lot of great production as well, yeah. and it was like a new wave of production. Yeah. Young Chop, Chief yeah. Keith. We should bring up right. Chief Keith. Chief Keith. Chief yeah, Keith sure. really like changed the landscape oh and shit. That Dude came out at sixteen. Yeah. It made everybody want to hold a pistol, pretty much. Yeah, for real. Like, that was the craziest part about him. And he was just being himself because he literally only knew the streets and he was just yeah. being who he was. But, I mean, shout out to him because he's one of those artists that realized, like, the hood won't leave me, so I need to leave the hood. Yeah. And he went to L.A. and he's doing his thing out there. He, like, yeah. he, he has, you know, his hand in weed and all kinds of other shit. And, right. like, huge shout out to him because, honestly, like, he, he drops a lot of music. Mm-hmm. But it's never like huge drops where everybody's like, oh, new Chief Keef album because he drops it so often. Yeah. But like when you, you know, you hear he's coming live, like you got to go see him. Yeah. Like, and I've seen him at the last two Rolling Louds. And let me tell you, like seeing Chief Keef live is fucking dope. 
Yeah, it's crazy. Like he, he, he has those anthems. Fernando. Anthems. Yeah. Fernando. Once you hear yeah. Fernando, it's around. Like, yo, <laughs> let me tell you this. You put Fernando on at any live show where yeah. the crowd is already like at peak energy. Yeah. Or you play it at like a club. Mm hmm. Either a fight's breaking out or everybody's just going crazy. Yeah, going crazy. It's like as yeah. if a mosh pit's about to start. Yeah. Chief Keith got that going for him. Like, Chief Keith yeah. is dope. Yeah. And but yeah, like bringing it back to like his production, like having Young Chop, and they introduced us to drill music, mm-hmm. Lil Dirk, Lil Reese, yeah, Fredo, rest in peace, Fredo. He brought that. He brought that whole movement to light. Yeah, the Chirac movement came to life because yeah. of Chief Keef, man. That shit's pretty dope. Yeah, man. An artist that I just realized though, because you said you were thinking about trap, Waka Flocka. Yeah. Oh shit, yeah. I think without Waka Flocka, nah, you wouldn't really real. have like a Chief Keef. You wouldn't yeah, have like a lot sure. of these like trap artists. Sure. And Gucci too, but Gucci was still Gucci's you know, before. before. Gucci's like 05. Yeah, yeah, but like he, you know, he kind of like how, how, all right, so my belief is like a lot of people say 808s and Heartbreaks, you know, transcended today's music, but I believe mm-hmm. the seeds were planted with graduation. Okay. I feel like Gucci was the seeds to the Waka Flocka transcendence. Oh, yeah, for sure. And then, sure. oh, Lex Luger. Yeah, yeah, Lex yeah. Luger, Lex Luger, you know, all over, like, in yeah. 2009, 2010, 2011 yeah. was pretty much the producer to go the to. The producer, yeah, man. It's crazy. It's crazy how, like, I don't know if he got blackballed because I heard he had some issues with some other stuff, but, like, it's crazy how it went from it, him being, like, he's the main guy and, like, Southside's, like, his, like, almost sidekick, and then now Southside is just, like... Southside's that dude. Uh, he's just, like, a... He's, like, ten times bigger than Lex Luger ever was, kind of. So it's just, like, it's crazy just seeing how time just changes things, you know? Hell yeah, man. But let me say, the last decade in music, it's had its ups and its downs. Yeah. But it's left a smile on my face. Yeah, man. It's been dope. It has been. It's crazy, you know, seeing just, like, you know, walk a flock and then hearing what's coming out now. Like, that's been ten years. Like, it's just even thinking about it, it's, it's actually crazy, you know? The progression of music. Hell yeah, man. I mean, we, we've heard all different angles as far as, like, sounds go. We've had all kinds of drama ensue and all kinds of, you know, debates take place. Yeah. But at the end of time, it always happens this way with anything that, you know, is the first of its kind. Mm. I always like to put it this way. Everybody pretty much hated Hendrix when he first came out, aside from the people that were his fans. Yeah. Like, to give you an example... Jimi Hendrix was Little Richard's guitarist. Wow. Little Richard kicked him out of the band because he felt that with the style he was approaching, he's like, no one wants to hear that shit. And he kicked him out of the band. Hendrix started his solo career. That's crazy. And now when we talk about music today, and you're talking about 50 years later because Hendrix died in 69. Yeah. So you're talking about 50 years literally to the dot. Yeah. Who do we know about more? You tell me. Yeah. Hendrix. Yeah, Hendrix. We don't talk about Lil Richard. I just know Lil Richard, he's just a weirdo. That's all I know about him. That's what I'm saying. You don't know him for his music. (laughs) You know him because he looks crazy as fuck. Yeah. Right? And that's no diss to Lil Richard because his music, you know, at the time was real dope. And like, yeah, like, you you know, if you still listen to it, like, sure, like, your mom, your dad may bump it kind of shit. Not even, bro. Not even. All right? I know my my family, they listen to him here and there. Okay, okay. So I know with that, like, you know, like, the old heads may bump it here and there, but everybody bumps Hendrix. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's the same thing I mentioned, like, with Ozzy Osbourne. Everybody yeah. still bumps Ozzy Osbourne. Everybody knows who Ozzy Osbourne is. Yeah, man. I mean, after all, you bit a fucking head off of yeah, a dove. Bat, yeah, No, not a bat, a dove. The bat a was dove? a little nicky. That's where a lot of people get it twisted. Oh, yeah, really? A lot of people are like, oh, he bit the head off the bat. But it's like, no, that was only in little nicky. He bit the head off of a dove. Damn. Yeah, Ozzy Osbourne's fucking crazy. But, hey. A lot of these artists today have, have been crazy. Who knows? Maybe 50 years uh, from now, we're going to be talking about people like we talk about Ozzy Osbourne. And that's the beauty of music because, like, it transcends every single time. Because before 
Hendrix really like created like that vocalization of a guitar, that crazy mm-hmm. like transcendent, you know, rock and roll. Yeah. A lot of people were listening to like blues and Elvis Presley yeah. and shit like that. Right? But even though Hendrix was this new age rock, you know who his influence was? Elvis Presley. Wow. Says he used to watch you know, videos of Elvis Presley playing guitar. Yeah. And that's what inspired him to, you know, play yeah. guitar. He found like a little beat up guitar with like two or three strings on it. Okay. He turned it from a righty guitar to a lefty guitar because he was a lefty. Wow. And he just started watching like Elvis Presley shows and like would literally try to follow along with what he was doing. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. These new age sounds, they come out and a lot of people question them at first. Yeah. But let the shit marinate. Yeah, Sometimes man. when you season some food, you got to let that shit sit there for yeah. hours. Yeah, Sometimes for sure. days. Yeah. Right? People let their wine age for years. Facts. And it tastes better facts. that way. Yeah. You got to just let it be. Let that shit marinate. But with that being said, That's y'all. facts, man. It's been a great decade, like, to hear music. Yeah. And we love music, man. I mean, this is what this show is all about. It's literally just yeah. to discuss what music is all about, what we love about music, and just to literally put the opinions out there for everybody to discuss. Yeah, uh, but if you got any opinions, like definitely share them with us. Y'all could hit us up on social yeah, media. Hit us up, man. Yeah, Twitter, Instagram, like wherever you could find us. Subscribe, rate, leave your opinions in the comments. And also let us know what you want us to talk about too. You know, if you yeah. have a specific release that you wanna, you know, hear us talk about or, or an artist you want on the show. Yeah, who who for do you sure. want to hear be interviewed? I mean, we know South Florida is full of talent. Right. There's so much talent out there in South Florida and there's a few people we reached out to that we're trying to set some shit up with. Uh, but let us know, people. Like we, we don't want you to feel like it's just mind and I. Like, yeah, you're it's here with all us. of us. We do this for the fans because we are fans first. Yeah, you know, we make music, but we're fans first. It's always a fan thing. Yeah. So be sure to follow us on all social networks. Uh, that's uh, at Createful Dead at C R E A T E F U L D E A D. That's on Twitter, Instagram. You can even find us on Facebook and all major podcast platforms. Yep. Hey, just let us know what you think. But yeah, give us a rating, subscribe, leave a comment. But till next time, we'll catch y'all out there. Yeah, man. See y'all. Take it easy. Yeah.